I just, I wish that I didn't spend all that time worrying and caring what other people think, what could happen if I do this. I wish that I just like started doing what I wanted to do without being so afraid. I wanted to start YouTube for such a long time. And again, that fear just held me back. So I would tell myself that to, to care, first of all, what I think about myself rather than what other people think about me, to be true to who I am instead of trying to change who I am to, to fit who they want me to be, who aren't even my friends or people who love or care about me or want me to grow. Welcome everyone to Life with Lisa podcast. Our mission at Life with Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage, and the hope to be their better selves. And today we have a very special guest because she inspires me daily. I have been following her now for the past few months. And what I love about her is that she is actually taking all the action and leading by example. She has managed to create a huge community of over 200,000 people across her social media profiles by sharing her fitness journey, her mindset transformation, healthy recipes, and wellness advice. And it's amazing to see her be so vulnerable and also share her own growth and inspire thousands of girls worldwide to be comfortable with becoming their best selves. Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hi, that was so lovely. Oh my God. Thank you. It's all true. It's all you. Thank you. I mean, that's the goal, right? To help women become their best selves. And being here really excites me. So thank you so much for having me. Of course, it's such an honor to have you here. And just before we started rolling, you were mentioning that, you know, it's quite crazy to look at your life right now and coaching women, having this huge social media platform, mm -hmm. having such a wide outreach, be able to do so many cool things with social media. And it did, it, it was not, it, it did not just happen all of a sudden. It were those small yeah. consistent actions that you were taking. So where did you start and how, how did your journey of being a, a creator on social media start? And was it always that obvious to you that you'll succeed? Oh or at least get to this stage? Oh, definitely not. It has been incredible and terrifying and beautiful, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, as I mentioned before we started recording, I got into watching YouTube videos and I guess creators from the age of 12. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be like that because it's so fun to create content and share it with the world and especially when you end up growing a community it's just it's so lovely and my journey didn't really start there I guess it, it kind of did because I was watching everyone do what they were doing but I never had the courage to start something myself throughout being a teenager I was bullied in school I had no self-confidence I was so shy like the thought of being asked a question in class made me shake. I was just such an anxious young girl who had no confidence in herself, no self-belief. And I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. 
going through school. But then I guess fast forward to lockdown when I was in my first year of university, I just started posting content on Instagram. So that's three years ago now. And it just became this thing that I loved and I put everything into a bit more work than my degree. I'm not going to (laughs) lie, but clearly it paid off and that I knew that that was the direction I was meant to go in. I wasn't meant to work for someone else. I wasn't meant to go and do a traditional nine to five like my boyfriend. I was meant to go and do this and I love it. I'm so grateful to be here being a coach and being a creator today. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable as well about being shy and being bullied at school and not having self-confidence. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable in social media, because I know it's hard to open up in general, but also open up to a wide, wider audience. And I'm sure that's why your story also resonates with so many people, because many of us feel insecure or lack self-confidence or feel anxious. And that's why when you share your transformation, it really resonates with many people because they see themselves in your journey and it kind of gives them hope that it can get better. And just, can't. <laughs> just something that I really wanted to say is what I find quite crazy about your journey, how you started that you said, oh, and then COVID started and I just decided, let me start posting. Whereas so many people would wait until they feel more confident or they feel like they feel less anxious before they start posting. But you just decided to start posting despite feeling all of those emotions. So how did you actually convince yourself to do that, to actually start taking action? You know what? I just, over lockdown, I think that's when I started to listen to podcasts and find people like David Goggins, who I know you also love, and just watch certain people online and become friends with people who are doing more. And that's also the age, you know, where I started to realize what I wanted from my own life. And I knew that whatever I wanted, I had to go and get it. I was doing a degree that I hated. I hated being at uni so much. It it brought me to tears almost every day. So I think because of that experience at the very start of my uni degree, I was like, well, I've always wanted to create. So the day that I started doing that, I was like, well, I'm going to commit to this for the next three years and see what happens. And I got that from a YouTuber called Matt Diavella, if you know him. Um, I was like, I'm just going to go for this for three years and give it everything. And I posted every single day without a single day off. And I think it's it's worked. <laughs> I cannot believe that you just went, you just said, okay, I'm going to do it for three years. And yeah. I cannot, even more unbelievable is that you have this enormous discipline and consistency to actually post every day for the past three years. Like what? How did you do that? Were you always the disciplines or tell us no. more? No. Actually, the last year is when I've started being, I've been able to be more relaxed with it. So I can take one or two days off and I need that to recharge because I've burnt out before and that is not a good feeling. But I needed to grind that hard at the start to build a community, to build a following and to get better in what I was doing. Because if you go back to my old content, oh my gosh, it was so bad. But that's how I got better and that's how I got where I am now. And I think I I just have such a huge passion for 
fitness and for becoming a better version of myself that that's what gave me the fuel to to keep posting every day because I was making friends online and it was a pretty lonely and isolating time because we was at home with nothing to do and I didn't have to go into uni or do that kind of thing so I was just there on my phone and making friends and building this community and it took so long for it to grow I I only had about 5k followers in the first year so it really exploded into year two and three um but I think just my love for fitness and wanting myself to be better it just drove me to keep doing it even when it was hard it really shines through and also I'm really gl glad that you brought up the point that it grew only to 5k in the first year, because nowadays you, on, you also see people saying, oh, you know, you can grow to 100k in two weeks, you know, you just start posting. And I feel like that, that kind of sets unrealistic expectations. And at the same time, it kind of devalues the value of the grind and the discipline and who you become after posting every day for three years. Like... I think people definitely have a unrealistic expectation. Even I did. It's so, it was so disheartening to see other people have content explode and go into the algorithm and the explore page and mine just not. Um, and that was hard to deal with because it made me feel, I guess, bad about myself, but I just knew what I wanted to do and I knew how much I, didn't enjoy my uni degree and that that life wasn't for me so I just kept going and I knew that I could make something happen if I if I just kept working at it also something so fascinating from what you're mentioning is that you hated the uni degree that much that it actually served as a fuel to take action yeah. consistently and I yeah. see so many times, you know, when you, it could be the case that, oh, I just don't really like it. You know, I'm not sure. Maybe it is for me. Maybe it's not for me. But then you don't get as much fuel to actually take action. So you would actually rather have something in your life that you like really don't like or you really like. <laughs> because then if you like really don't like it, it will propel you into taking action. But if you just, oh, it's bearable, you know, like some days mm -hmm. are not that good. Some days are fine. Then you don't mm -hmm. really, you would not really take action so i love how you completely converted yeah the emotions the negative emotions like i'm gonna take action that life is not for me but you know what making content it just made my day i i loved it so much and it just it made me excited to get up in the morning because i knew okay i've got a few lectures i've got some work i need to do i don't really want to do that but i want to create um so <laughs> I was so bad at attending my lectures, but I, I mean, I got a good grade in the end. I'm just so glad that I did my uni degree because I think going and just signing up and doing it anyways, it gave me the opportunity to have time to discover myself and discover what I wanted to do in my life. And that's different for everyone. It doesn't come that easy. Um, and you just have to keep trying different things and find what you love to do. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I found that and that fitness has brought me here today. 
And where do you think that level of self-awareness that you have came from, that you knew that you did not like the uni, that you knew that you kind of like creating a blogging and you started taking that action? Where did this level of self-awareness come from? Because I can also imagine someone listening uh, to this podcast now and they're saying, oh, I'm just not really happy with my life, but I don't really, really even know what, what, what is wrong exactly. So yeah. how did you figure that out? My gosh, this is... It, this is such a hard question and it's definitely different for everyone but in my own journey my own story I think I have been through ups and downs in my life like everyone um and we didn't really have money growing up we came from a council flat with my mum and my siblings we didn't have anything but my mum had to work first of all so hard to provide for us and no matter what we we never went without she worked so hard so I think just seeing my mum work really hard showed me from a young age that if I want something I have to to work and if I don't want to also live like this for for my life when I have kids then something needs to change so she always put that hard-working mindset in my in my head from a young age and also she just encouraged me to to go for my dream. She always told me to do what I love. And I know, unfortunately, not everyone has parents like that. Um, and I'm blessed that I had my mum to always cheer me on, as well as my boyfriend who was like, just go for it. So I think if I didn't have that support system, first of all, then I don't know if I would have done it. So I think just figuring out things you love, like passions you do in your own time. Mine was going to the gym and working out and uh, I don't know, watching YouTube videos. So that's kind of where it stemmed from. And it just, I don't know, it was so natural for me to go into it just because especially with lockdown, what else are you doing with your time? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the story about your mom, it almost made me emotional because I feel like moms can also sometimes show what is possible because they will do anything for their kids like beat all yeah. the odds so how your mom was just making it happen no matter what and yeah. it also explains where you got this mindset from i mean maybe you just saw you know the early the early um it just happened from the early stages that you saw your mom and she was such an example for you because Honestly, posting every day for three years, doing anything for every day for three years is like insane. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's just having that, you have to have that support system and you have to, maybe if you don't have that with your family, then you have to surround yourself, whether that's people online or friends in person with those who lift you up and who wants something from life it doesn't have to be in the same direction but who just want to go and do more because I didn't always have those friends it took me a really long time to also create my little social group that I just was so inspired by and that's just really important having that support system and surrounding yourself with people who inspire you to be better and who encourage you to be better yeah and i would say because when you start and when you start changing you'll see that many people maybe 
cannot resonate with you anymore or they want to bring you down back to where you were. And yeah. even if you don't yet have the people that are your new group who are inspiring you and are helping you, just at least maybe don't hang out as much with the people who are bringing you down because that will yeah. already be helpful because I feel like it frees up the energy for the new people yes. to come into your life and for you to just spend more time on something that you're actually passionate about instead of just trying to convince people around you why what you're doing is a good idea. <laughs> I mean, if they don't believe in you and they don't support you, then they might not be the people for you. I just, you have to, you, I need positivity in my life, especially because again, with my mum, she's just my inspiration. Me and my mum was, she's like all I've ever had. Um, so I think we just were best friends. And a few years before lockdown, she, she also had breast cancer, which was horrible. Um, so I think just seeing my mum growing, like me growing up with my mum by my side my whole life and just seeing the different things we've gone through together and her always being so hardworking and so positive, like positive when she was her most, you know, ill, when she was the most sick during this time, it just kept reminding me that life is special you have to work hard and you can get exactly what you want with a positive mindset and with a hardworking mindset because life is too short not to go and follow your dreams. Can we take a moment to cry because... <laughs> oh, I try, I I'm trying not to. <laughs> but yeah, it, the, the yeah. painful things that you, you go through, they, they make you grow into a stronger person, into a better person. And the most painful experiences just, they make you appreciate life and they make you chase your dreams because at the end of the day, no one's gonna do it for you. And I don't wanna look back and regret not doing something. So seeing my mum work hard from a young age, seeing the pain we both went through when she had cancer, like I could, if I lost her, oh, she she's my everything, my whole world. So. She just was my inspiration for all of this. And even to this day, she takes my photos for me. She's fully recovered now, by the way. She's she's in remission. She's better. Um, so I just love that she's been there for me from day one. And she'll always be my biggest cheerleader. So, yeah. <laughs> Get That's someone like that. <laughs> That's the most beautiful thing. I really love that you mentioned the importance of positive mindset. And at the same time, the importance of hard work. I find it that only the combination of two of them together work. Because if you just have the positive mindset, but you're not really mm -hmm. rooted in reality, you will not yeah. get the results. And then in the end, you'll kind of go back to the negative mindset. Because now how can you yeah. can maintain positive mindset if you're not seeing any <laughs> manifestation of it in reality? Whereas if you just do the hard work, but you kind of keep like maybe like a neutral or negative mindset. You're like, you know, I just got to work hard. I just love it is like, as it is, but, and you don't look at the bright side don't look up to your dreams and what, you, mm -hmm. what is a bigger vision for your life? It's also not as inspiring. So it's, no. I feel like that combination is very powerful. And I think that's something that you are sharing with your community, um, the importance of mindset and how it has impacted your life as well. Yes. I think if you don't have the right mindset, 
then I mean, your mindset needs to be applied to every aspect of your life, whether you're coming to me as a client wanting to start your fitness journey. And for example, a lot of girls who join me are, they want six pack abs, they want a flat stomach, they want a big butt, because that's what they're seeing on social media. But when all you care about is the way you look, you're not going to change your life because that's not what's important. It's about the way it makes you feel. The looks are great. They come with it. That's a bonus to your fitness journey. But it's about creating a lifestyle that's sustainable, building healthy habits, building that positive mindset, knowing it's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to fail because that's how you grow and get better. And you can't have the good without the bad. So I always try and tell my clients, the thing that we want to work on is your mindset and just knowing you're going to have bad days. It's not going to be this perfect uphill journey. It's going to be up and down. And I think that's always something I focus on on social media too, because my journey hasn't been easy, but there's always something to be grateful for and to, you know, put your energy into instead of focusing on the bad because that doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. And I also think that fitness is such a great way to practice mindset. Yes. Discipline. (laughs) Because Yeah. For me. So uh, how, how I got into fitness was, was quite funny because I mean, I was always doing something sporty as a child, either like ballet or, um, dancing or just working out. So I was always doing something, but then it was never just as consistent. And then after, I think it was like lockdown time as well. And I decided to work. I made myself a promise. I think it was 2020 or 2021 that I will work out, um, every week, five times a week for the whole year. So basically I'll do 265 workouts, like no matter what kind of thing. I love that. Did you do it? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And the, the thing was why I decided to do it like that, because I knew that the results will not come right away. And I didn't want to focus on that. So I wanted to say, like, I will just check on how, what is the physical difference in 265 workouts from now. So then it completely alleviated that pressure. You're like, you're not even thinking about that. And then you just, you're focusing on building that habit of showing up five times a week and doing the workouts and following through the plans. And it was incredible because it just showed me the discipline on another level because things happen. You travel somewhere, you get sick and you're like, Oh God, I still need to do the workout. So I would, if I got sick, I would switch to like an easy, like kind of yoga, Pilates stretch. So I would not do like, yeah, just keep showing up, keep showing up for you. And then what the biggest transformation I realized that you just feel so confident about yourself after you've done that because you're like, hell yeah, I showed up. I didn't feel good. Most of the days I didn't want to do that. I woke up earlier to do that that day. I planned in my travels around my my goal and I achieved that. And then anybody can say anything, but you know that you've done something hard. You followed mm-hmm. through on something that's important for you. And that's what makes you feel confident about yourself, no matter what other people are saying. So I found yeah. a very big correlation between like 
fitness and mindset and becoming more confident. So mm -hmm. that's why I was very curious to hear also about your part of the story, because you did mention that in school, you know, you didn't really feel confident and, no, yeah. you, but you were interested into fitness. So I was wondering if you also saw a correlation between feeling more confident, getting into fitness, or was it something else for you that helped? Because I feel like so many girls are insecure the day, these days and they really want to help them. It makes me so sad because I also, I know how that feels because I've been there. So when I get girls coming to me for advice, I'm like, oh, I just, I know, I know the pain. I know the struggle. And I always want to just help, whether that's with my coaching program or with just my free content, because you, you should get value from that. And hopefully it helps women feel more confident in themselves. But for me, I think it's basically the same as you, because I started working out when I was 15. I found a YouTube channel called Blogilates, Pilates channel, and it was my first love for fitness. I started doing that every day. And I think because of being bullied at school, having this outlet to work out, to move my body at home, it just, it gave me confidence and it made me feel so strong. It made me feel good about myself. And it just, I don't know, I just felt good every time I, I stepped onto my mat and, and did a workout. By the end of it, I just felt great about myself. But that was a good start to my journey. And then that's when I had a struggle when because of the bullying and also, I guess, diet culture as well, seeing things online, everyone wanted to be skinny. And I also wanted to be a model at that age. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to use working out and food to get super skinny and to go and pursue that. And also maybe people will like me more if I look this way. Um, which is a horrible way of thinking and being towards yourself because then instead of fitness empowering me, it just took over my life in such a horrible negative way that I then had no love for myself, no respect for my body and what it could do for me. And I was using working out as a punishment instead of, you know, empowering myself and celebrating what my body can do for me. So it was very up and down, but overall to this day I think working out when I then recovered from that I guess disordered way of eating and thinking now I'm like yeah fitness makes me confident it makes me feel good from the inside out and I want to show other women how working out and living a healthy lifestyle can change their lives and make them feel good about themselves because I know how horrible it is to to not love yourself so I think that's like my, my overall goal as well. And also my mission with the coaching because everyone deserves to love themselves. So hopefully I can help people do that. Your intention is just so pure and it really comes from, you know, one of the biggest pains that you went through and you just don't, you really just don't want others to feel the same way as you do. That's why you're like, come to me, I'll show you the way yeah. <laughs> there is, there, there is light in the end of, of the tunnel. And mm -hmm. I, I do think it's it just quite crazy how, you know, you can even, you can take something that was giving you so much joy, like working out and just yeah. moving your body. And at the same time, you can turn that tool into something, uh, into that tool being a punishment for yourself. Yeah. And everything, the only difference is just the mindset and how you approach, mm -hmm. uh, approach that, that 
working out remained the same, right? It's just the tool, yeah. but then how you look at it or how you use it determines mm -hmm. how you feel. What exactly. were some of the steps that you actually have taken to get out of that negative, restrictive mindset um, and using working out as punishment? What were some of the first steps that you've taken to actually go back to and achieve the stage where you are now at? I feel like I overcame this a few years ago now, especially I think during lockdown, everything happened during lockdown. This is when I really grew into myself and became a much more confident person. And I actually was like, okay, I believe in myself and I look good. And like, I was just quite happy with who I became. But I guess back then there's a few things. I have been with a bit of context. I've been with my boyfriend for seven years now. So we was together back then when I started working out very young, um, but we're still together. And I think he knew the way I felt towards my body and myself and the low self-esteem that I had. And he would literally tell me, he would bring me in front of the mirror, like hold me there and be like, repeat after me and he would tell me like to to call myself beautiful and all these lovely affirmations about myself I I don't know if he remember he probably remembers this but it's quite funny that I still do um so I think it kind of started with him he really helped me going back to that support system but again not everyone has that so having someone who really knew me just see what I was going through without me actually saying it and then just encouraging me to be better without I guess calling me out or saying you have a problem he was just with so much love and kindness he helped me find myself again and to help remind me that I was beautiful and that I was you know I was perfect the way I was and that I don't have to be someone else but then also the I guess the people I started watching on YouTube as well it just made me start searching things like how to be more confident how to do this and then I would write little post-it notes and stick them on my mirror and just start telling myself nice things again going back to the mindset shift I just had to when I realized that this isn't this isn't making me happy that fitness isn't making me happy doing this to my body I was like something has to change but it has to be in my head so Uh, again, what I actually tell my clients is that when they tell me, oh, I want to work out to to lose weight or to lose fat or to look this, I'm like, why don't you tell yourself a different reason to work out? So just switching it to make it more positive. Like instead of I'm working out because I hate my body, I'm working out because I love my body and I want to be healthy. I want to celebrate what I can do. So I guess for myself, I had to put positive affirmations into my day-to-day -day life and have a better intention of what I was using fitness for. Um, sorry, this is a long way of me saying <laughs> that I changed my mindset towards it, um, but that wasn't easy. So I just had to keep reminding myself of the positive things instead of focusing on the bad because that wasn't getting me anywhere. Yeah, I, I do think that It's quite interesting because I, I think positive mindset is so powerful. At the same time, sometimes you need a bit of like a dark side. I mean, you know, you, you know, David Goggins, so you do know the dark side aspect of it. 
But it's just like sometimes, you know, when you have to push yourself extra hard and you just have no nothing in the tank, it's still, it could be good to, you know, use some kind of pain or something because you can push yourself just extra hard. But at the same time, you would not want to spend all of your time just being in that pain and trying to escape it just because then you don't have a beautiful life because you're so much in the dark. But you have to take responsibility for yourself and, you know, stop blaming other people or, you know, this happened. So now I'm like this and accept it. You can decide to make your life better, to, to change it in whatever way you want, but you, you just have to start. You can't always be a victim to yourself. You have to then take action and make that change in your own life because no, no one is going to do it for you. Only you can. Um, even my boyfriend, he can tell me I'm beautiful every single day, but that's not going to change the way I think about myself or I feel about myself. I have to do that for me. So he was just the first little step in my journey, the push that I needed, but I had to go and do the rest for me. So that's, yeah. You did the work. No, no. And no one can do it for you. <laughs> Only you can do the work. No one will come to you and like, here's your dream life. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even when I was growing my, when I was working hard on content and I wasn't growing at all, there was months where I was losing followers and I would, I guess, complain and be like, oh, look, I'm working so hard. Nothing's happening. And then that David Goggins mindset and my boyfriend being like, well, what if you, if it's just not good enough? Why don't you, why are you not trying to be better? Why are you looking at it in that way? You just have to keep going. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and just go and do it. I think David Goggins is, is one of the best people out there in the mindset space for anyone these days, because I feel like we have so much comparison or uh, blaming going on in society. And David Goggins is like, all of those excuses are real, but it doesn't matter. Take responsibility, take action, get better. And that there is just so, so much power. And for anyone who's listening and who doesn't know David Goggins, and if you think his story to success was easy, it was not. You can listen to his first book, Can't Hurt Me. He will tell you his whole story, being very honest, very raw. So listen to that if you really want to upgrade your mindset. (laughs) I think it's, it's not your fault what you've gone through or the situation that you've been put in growing up, you know, had no money or whatever the situation is, but it's down to you and it's your responsibility to go and change that and complaining and feeling negative towards it isn't, it's just not going to get you there. So you have to just change your mindset and try and be more positive towards everything and you will get there. That and hard work because <laughs> it doesn't come exactly. for free. That's that's the secret formula. (laughs) (laughs) And and I really wanted to ask you, you've created an app. Well, it's okay. So I was looking into what to do for my coaching, how I'm going to launch. And I ended up going with a company called Linus, who they already have the app made so i have basically just joined their team so that i can have the app for myself and then it's all tailored to 
to me and my clients but then of course once people sign up I go ahead and make everything for them so Linus is basically just my app provider um, yeah but they're really cool I love I love the app it makes it really convenient for me and my clients and yeah that's why I went with them I just loved it I, I love how you just say like, yeah, it was already an external app, but oh my God, girl, you figured out how to have this whole app experience for your clients. You just, you also did it alongside your studies, figuring all of that out. It's incredible. You it it, don't just say. I think, um, during, so I was during uni, I was studying to qualify in my PT uh, qualifications, my level two and three. So I did that alongside my uni my university degree and then also making the content. So I was busy during this time. But as soon as I graduated, I then went to Bali for a month to celebrate. And when I got back, I rushed through and finished the last bit of my qualification. And then months, it took me oh, months to then launch because I was so afraid. And also I was like, well, what if I'm not ready to do it? Who's going to sign up? So I even had a bit of fear holding me back from doing it. I only launched in December last year. So from the summer till then, I was it was all in the making, finishing my course, um, launching, going with this company to have my app there for my clients because I wanted the best experience for them and also a good experience for me behind the scenes because it's so hard to do everything. Content is already a full-on, full-time job on its own. So I needed something that was going to be convenient for me and also incredible for my clients. So I'm really happy to be, to have this app. Um, but I swear, when I was studying, it was so hard. I mean, Instagram is a highlight reel, you know, but there was a lot of tears. <laughs> there was a lot of tears and stress, but I did it. So I'm happy. I am so proud of you. So what, uh, I'm so, so curious, what do you have in the app? I have not seen it myself. So what kind of things do you offer when, uh, you, when your clients sign up for uh, your course and your services? Yeah, so... How it works is they will submit an inquiry form on my website and I will drop them a WhatsApp message, get them on a phone call, chat to them about their goals and their struggles, their pain points, what they're going through. So I can see, OK, what's what do they want to change in their lives? Because sometimes they don't even know. But once you start talking about where why they wanted to start their journey, what what's behind just getting some abs then you get into the deeper message so I really like to find out more about my clients first and get on a personal level with them so they know I understand them the struggles I've been through and that I can help them then um, they will sign up for however long they choose to they have a fully personalized workout plan meal plan which is non-restrictive at all I'm all about that food freedom and having a balanced lifestyle a balanced diet with you know not cutting out any food groups because it's not necessary um then they can chat with me on the app there's a really lovely feature to send me messages every day whenever they want and we do weekly check-ins so there's it's like a really nice all-rounded service so that it's fully personalized to them help them achieve their goals, help them change their mindset and their lifestyle. 
and that they always have communication with me so that whatever struggles they're facing, I can help them come up with a solution and overcome it. But of course, they have to do the work. I can make them the plan, but they've got to go and do it. <laughs> it's incredible that, you know, now you already have the app, you already have the clients. And now thinking back to December, you know, or just a bit before that, when you were thinking you had a bit of fear stopping you from launching. If you think about it, if you let that fear at that point stop you because you'd be like, oh, I'm not ready yet. Who would sign up? Should I wait a bit longer? And then all of those people who you already reached out to and helped, you would have not done that because of the no. fear. It's just that that fear and self-doubt, it, it still creeps in. And I think that happens to everyone. But I had to just be like, no. I'm not delaying this anymore. I am starting now. And there's no, there's never a perfect time for anything really, is there? You just have to go and start. And it was just the fear of me being a new coach, being kind of a beginner again, even though I know my stuff, I got my qualification. It's the fear of just starting something and being like, oh, what if I do this wrong? But no, what, what if it goes well? Like, you won't know unless you do it. So yeah, I really had to push myself. And the day I launched, oh my God, I just remember launching and I burst into tears <laughs> of happiness. But yeah, it was very, it was very overwhelming and it felt like a, a big achievement to finally do that. And now I've left uni, I have my own business and it's terrifying because there's so much risk in doing that but i'm just grateful for the support that i have um and also all the people that follow me and just you know have either joined the coaching or have supported it just means a lot because i'm sharing my life every single day and that isn't easy but it's so it's so rewarding so worth it and i'm just really happy to be doing it i feel like whenever we have this voice in our head saying do this or go for this and we don't do this we don't do whatever that this is for us we will really regret it because it might feel risky and we might have fear but something deep inside of us knows that we are capable of doing that and that's the place where we'll find purpose so mm -hmm. you did have that calling and of course it's risky of course it's scary and but you're following it and you're going for it and I also wanted to say that, you know, whenever we say that, you know, it can turn out bad and things like that, I always say, think maybe on the short timeline, something bad can happen or you can make like a big mistake that could be like very costly to the business. But at the same mm -hmm. time, if you don't quit on the long enough timeline, you'll always succeed. You cannot fail if you don't quit. <laughs> I think hard work always pays off it's never going to be, you're going to have months where maybe you don't get any clients or any brand deals or, you know, maybe just something doesn't go your way that month. But if you stay consistent, you keep working hard and you stay focused on your mission, your vision for what you want to achieve and you stay true to yourself, then I think it can only go the way that you want it to. But I don't necessarily think that the things that go wrong are are bad because we learn from them and 
if you don't fail, then you don't really grow. So I, yeah, it, even though it feels rubbish in the moment, I'm saying this and I'm like, I'll cry when things go wrong. But I know deep down that it happens for a reason and that I'm only going to grow from this. So yeah, you have to see it again in a positive way. Yeah, it's just like we cry, we take a little break, yeah. break and then we bounce back to where we were like, okay. We're ready to I'm just a crier as well. I cry at everything when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm stressed. I feel so bad for my boyfriend. He has to deal with me. <laughs> like, are those happy tears or are those sad tears? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just the most emotional person you'll ever meet. <laughs> but I think it's it's good because you're letting the emotion out. It's very good to like not hold it in your body to actually let it out in what, whichever way the letting out works for you. So yeah. I, I think it's good that you found the outlet that works for you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask as well, if you could go back to your younger self, you know, to the, to the little girl who was bullied at school or didn't feel uh, confident, what would you say if you could, you know, share a few words of wisdom from your current self? Without me crying. <laughs> You'll just oh cry. You're like, oh my God, my baby girl. <laughs> you know what? I just, I wish that I didn't spend all that time worrying and caring what other people think. What could happen if I do this? I wish that I just like started doing what I wanted to do without being so afraid I wanted to start YouTube for such a long time and again that fear just held me back so I would tell myself that to to care first of all what I think about myself rather than what other people think about me to be true to who I am instead of trying to change who I am to to fit who they want me to be who aren't even my friends or people who love or care about me or want me to grow. So surround yourself with people who actually care about you and want you to do well in life. And also to trust yourself and trust the process. And going back to fitness, because that's where a big part of my struggle was, to remember that my body does so much for me and to be grateful for it. Because without this body... Where am I? I'm not I'm not here. So just to take care of myself more because there you've got there's so much opportunity to succeed, but it's not gonna work if you're not being true to yourself or true to who you are. So trust yourself, trust the process, love who you are and respect yourself enough to surround yourself with people who want you to do well and you'll flourish. <laughs> Oh, what a beautiful advice to your younger self. Really, mm. really heartwarming. Thank you. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't easy to get here, but I think I'm grateful for the struggles that I have been through because hopefully I can help other people overcome what they're going through. Yeah. And before I ask my last question, where can people reach out to you, connect with you? <laughs> So I have taken the same username on every platform. <laughs> I am Fitness with Saz on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. 
I don't know how I got so lucky. So I'm available on all of those platforms. I create weekly blogs, create daily TikToks, Instagram posts. And for my coaching, I am coachingwithsaz.com if you're ever interested. <laughs> awesome. And my last question would be, let's imagine you are 80 years old. You're looking back on your life and you think, I wish I've done that. Oh, so now we go back to this very present moment and you already know there is something that you absolutely must do, but you have not done it yet. What would that something be for you? Oh, <laughs> actually, it's interesting you ask this because up until now, well, even so when it was New Year's Eve, I actually had this really big cry, big meltdown because I was so I was feeling regret for not putting effort into YouTube, because, again, that's always been a big dream. I put so much into my Instagram account and look at where it's it's taken me to. But even bigger than that, I always wanted YouTube to grow and build that community there because I, I think I love editing long form videos and vlog style the most. So when I had this breakdown about YouTube, I just got so upset thinking about all the years that I posted one video here and I wasn't consistent and how I let myself down. So when that happened, I just made a promise to myself to go for it 100% like I did with my Instagram. Next three years, YouTube is my new baby. And I really want to take that and grow it and make it something beautiful and share more of my life when I'm traveling, when I'm working out, whatever I'm doing. I just really want that to become something special. So I hope that when I'm 80, I can look back and not feel that pain of regret that I did back on New Year's Eve because Otherwise, I didn't do it, did I? So hopefully I'll look back and I'll be like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Sarah, I just wanted to say, you know, it's absolutely crazy. It's like many people are saying, oh, I have this goal. Hit me next week. I'll go and work out every day. And Sarah's like, okay, for the next three years, <laughs> I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to post a YouTube video now every day for the next three years. I like how you expanded your timeline to just three years. And I just tried it. But you know why? Because, well, not every day, every week, every week. Because <laughs> that would be crazy. But when I think Matt Diavella was probably the first YouTuber I discovered that was all about, I guess, self-development. And I just loved his videos. So when he said that free year rule, that has stuck with me with anything that I start to do, even with my uni degree, there was a moment in my last year, actually, where I was like, I'm, I'm quitting, I'm leaving. There were so many moments like that, actually. But I was like, no, I've committed to this for three years, literally three years. And I am not giving up this close to my graduation. And I just went and did it, um, despite how difficult it was. And that's why I just apply this rule to everything because it's it's enough time where you're actually going to see progress from something if you stay consistent. Whether it's fitness journey, you know progress doesn't happen overnight. Starting a new career, building a YouTube channel, an Instagram account, nothing 
happens that quickly. So I think it gives me enough time to see whether I love that and what I'm doing and also for me to see results from it. And it just reminds me to keep going. And then when I see results, I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) Uh, So that's what they can take. (laughs) Thank you so, so much, Sarah. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. And I love the conversation. Me too. Maybe I'll come back. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Of course.